0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of Fabulous at 50. My name is Joanne Newaduck and I am your host. And I have the great honor of speaking to some of the most interesting women that are out there. And our conversations are intended to educate, inspire and empower you. We are a community of women who have come together and support each other. We have laughter, we have friendship. And most of all, we teach each other and ourselves that we truly can invite fabulous into our lives and today's guest is absolutely quintessential to what fabulous at 50 is all about she has incredible resilience She is multifaceted. She is multi-passionate and she is multi-talented as you will see from being an executive producer on a wonderful, I would just say a wonderful project. We're going to get into what it's all about to surviving cancer, to running multiple businesses and being in business for decades. She It's just such a delight and I'm so happy to have her on the show. So Charmaine uh, Hammond, just welcome. I'm so thrilled to have you here
1: today. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to the conversation.
0: Oh, it's going to be great because there's so much like you and I have mostly communicated through digital means and emails and you know I've heard you speak but this is really one of our first juicy conversations and many of my guests are people that I actually personally have known for the years so today I am like so excited um just our little preview at the beginning there I was like hold on that's great stuff
1: let's talk to that
0: so I mean why don't we just start off with uh go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself
1: Sure. Thank you. Well, I started my career off in as a correctional officer. My, so my professional life began in jail as a correctional officer. That I did not know. <laughs> I figured you might not have known that. No, that's amazing. <laughs> so that was my first job. And then I moved it. So that was where I actually first learned leadership. I was a, a director of a young offender custody facility oh, in wow. Ontario. Then I moved out west, uh, followed the man I love out west. And uh, we located in Fort McMurray, Alabama. Alberta so I lived there for a number of years and while I was there I worked for mental health I worked for a women's shelter Mm -hmm. and uh, worked for psychiatry unit so worked in mental health for a long time and then I opened up my business because in between I had gone back to school got a master's degree in conflict analysis and management and opened up a mediation practice so I was in 1997 I've been in business ever since and I now have two businesses that's fantastic. Now, if that's not inspiring, I don't know what is. Yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing when I opened up the first, the first business. Truth be told, I had a lot of painful learning, like many entrepreneurs and business owners can Absolutely. probably relate to.
0: Oh, No, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Read sarcasm in that one. That's right. But there is, honestly, I I heard, I don't know who to attribute this quote to, but it basically goes something along the lines of if you want the absolute best personal development course, start your own business. Yeah. <laughs> you are not yeah. going to succeed if you do not continually learn and grow That's and true. you will learn so much about yourself by going into business. Yeah. Now, but right now, like on top of all that, yeah. you also have your own health journey. Yeah. And, and you're a breast cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. And so can you tell me a little bit more about that? And how did that impact your life?
1: Sure. It, 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 impacted my life in the way that it took me by complete surprise. I, I was running two businesses. Life was great. Um, you know, in a great point in my life, this was, um, you know, almost three years, three years ago now. And, um, and, found the lump myself. And within four weeks I was in for surgeries and then, uh, four rounds of chemo. So things moved really quickly. I'm now happy to say I'm in my third year of great results. So I'm feeling good. I know. (laughs) So feeling good. But what was interesting for me, um, And this was a big learning is when you're diagnosed with a health issue, um, you're faced with so many decisions right away. So many Mm -hmm. things that are out of your circle of knowledge. And you've got to rely on people in a way you've never had to rely on them before. And I chose a different path than many have chosen. I chose a completely private um, journey. So the people who knew Joanne were essentially my family. Mm -hmm. Um, A handful of very, very close friends in my husband's family. And that was it. And so and I I did that because I I know myself and I know that if I was getting wishes on Facebook and private messages, the type of person I am, I would want to get back to every single person. Mm -hmm. And I needed my overwhelming instead of totally and then I would feel guilty, (laughs) Joanne, if I didn't get back to people out. So I just thought, no, I, this is my journey and it doesn't need to be public. Everyone's journey is their own. And Mm -hmm. that's the journey I, I chose. And um, you know, it was, it was, uh, there were some very humbling experiences. I know that it was 56 um, appointments at the, at the doctors alone. And so I learned a lot about what it's like for someone you love, a caregiver to take care of you. You know, I'd never looked at my relationship with Christopher like that before and and our relationship changed because he was now my caregiver. Right. (laughs) And saw me, um, you know, he saw my surgery and my scars long before I ever did. So he was watching my journey through this different lens Mm -hmm. and, um, man, oh man, did that ever, um, teach me a lot. And it, it, it gave our relationship. Um, it's like we achieved a new level uh, I was going to say it would have
0: been it would have deepened yeah. your deepened. connection. That's beautiful absolutely.
1: Word. Yeah. yeah, it also challenged me, Joanne, because I quite frankly suck at asking for help. And any <laughs> anyone who knows me you well is and perfect. a lot of women out there, <laughs> yeah, it, it it gets a little easier the older you get. But um, this actually forced me. I had no. Um, choice, but to ask for help. There were things I could not do. I couldn't walk the dog for several months. And, you know, even just walking down the street, for me, you know, three houses down the road was like, I had run a marathon and I remember walking to the fourth house and I thought, I don't think I'm going to make it back. I'm exhausted. Didn't have my cell phone. And then I was thinking, maybe I'll just uh, sitting down on the stranger's front lawn thinking, I don't even know my husband's phone number. It's on call dial. (laughs) Just press a button. (laughs) I would. Okay. I have
0: to, I'm just going to interject here. Just as a joke, like Ron's number, I finally have down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have been together almost 10 years.
1: Okay, I, I mastered know it that. this year. <laughs> <You know, laughs> There's something about it. I go, these numbers don't flow together.
0: Right, that was his number. Amazing. Too. I mean, that would be scary. And especially that is, it's true. Like it's humbling, yeah. but it's also liberating yeah. to know. And um, like, as you know, I'm an oncology nurse. Yes. And one of the things when I, I meet with women like you and men, because sometimes yeah. men, I can spot. Because we often see, you know, people that are ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I can spot people that are like that, that aren't, are kind of like, how do I ask for help? Willing. You have the biggest hearts, right? Like it's the biggest heart you want to give to everybody. And um, this might sound harsh, but there has been times when I look at the person, I honor that what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And then I go, why are you choosing to be so selfish? And they're like shocked. And I go, if it was your husband that was in your place and he refused your support, how would you feel? Yeah. And it's like, I would feel like shit. Totally. So yeah. when we refuse other people's help, it's actually selfish. I know it doesn't come yeah. up from a place. Yeah, from it selfish. really disempowers yes. people. It disempowers them. So to be yeah. willing to say yes, yeah. I need your support and thank you and switch it to thank you for supporting me. I mean, what an incredible lesson and how beautiful that you've yeah. been able to take that and, and deepen that.
1: Well, and just speaking of oncology, um, you know, the other, the other big learning that I've been able to apply, um, not only in my personal life and, and the healing journey and in my business was, um, the importance of, um, being able to trust people who have the information that you don't have. That was another reason, honestly, Joanne, that I decided to take a, a private journey and I'm quite open telling people. And it's only the last few months, as you know, that I've actually that's what been I talking understand. about I was so like, A lot of people are on what? Facebook what? going, what? I never knew. And it's like, great. That's what I wanted. You know, and, and I'm that's sorry. Fair.
0: Everybody has yeah. a different, and I think everyone has a different role to you. Yes. You're now, you're now, um, coming out and saying i did a private journey yeah empowers other women that feel like i that's what i want
1: yeah. right and yeah and everyone's journey is their own and that's what i learned exactly. is so important you know, I didn't want to be able to have to answer questions about the treatment choices I was choosing because it's, you know, mm-hmm. my life. And, and I see that all the time on social media where people jump in and they almost um, criticize someone's journey. And I was so grateful to um, the te- my oncology team. So the nurses, right, I'll just share something. I learned something beautiful about customer service the day I walked into the oncology unit for the first time terrified never been in an oncology unit before Mm -hmm. of course I've met with my oncologist but that was in the office and now I'm going in um for my workshop that we do before chemo and the lady at the desk said you must be Charmaine Hammond and my stress level went from here to to gone almost beautiful she was just and I said I am how do you know and she said because I know And then she just winked at me. And then, you know, I watched her do this over and over again. Every time I was in there, there was someone new coming in. And I thought, you know, her desire to make people feel safe and welcome and okay in a time that isn't okay was so brilliant. And then, and then that was my experience through the rest of the journey, like in terms of being supported. So it really reminded me, Joanne, like, how am I showing up? You know, How am I showing up? Um, How am I showing care and concern for other people? And
0: how simple is just using someone's name? I know for myself, I used to watch someone and I didn't feel comfortable with it. But now I try and do it is when you can this person doing ringing in your groceries and they have their name when I leave. It's kind of like, you know, thank you, Wendy, you know, or thank you. Have a great day, Wendy. And people, you know, I've been in restaurants where you know, they come to the table and it's like, hi, I'm Sam and I'll be your waiter for today. I'm your server for today. And it'll be like, hi, Sam, how are you doing today? Kind of thing. I can tell you, I can, I, I've i lost count on how many times I see them like go, oh, i <laughs> do Thank take. you for asking. And yeah. I'm like, that was a surprise. You mean no one has asked you? I'm like, I think it's a reminder that it's never underestimate the impact you have on other people. Totally. And, and talking about impact, I know that you are involved with a truly amazing project that you are so passionate about. It's been all over social media and it is about having a big impact. Mm -hmm. Let's, can you sort of set the stage for, you know what I'm talking
1: about? (laughs) I know what you're talking about. You're talking about back home again, movie. I am. (laughs) I am. This is, um, by far the most exciting thing I've ever worked on in my life. And and the backstory to this is I lived in, in Fort McMurray for 15 years and not at the time of the wildfires, but I was brought back actually by the school divisions and a number of nonprofits to work with them on resilience and capacity building. That's some of the things that I do in my one of my businesses. While I'm there, everyone's saying, Charmaine, you've got to meet this Michael Mankowski. He's a phenomenal screenwriter. He's and because I've written books, people thought I would want to meet another writer, which of course I do. So I, I get together with Michael. We meet for um, coffee and a meal. And within 15 minutes of hearing Michael share this this story with me, this screenplay. I was like, heck yes. I don't know how I can be involved, what I can do, but I would like to be involved in some way and support this. And Michael is a born and raised Fort McMurrayite. So he went through the the fires in 2016. They were brutal. Do you want to just, because we have listeners
0: all over the world, do you want to just share a little bit about what happened with that
1: fire? Sure. So it was a forest fire in 2018 that actually the whole community, 88,000 people evacuated for a number of weeks. And, um, it was an, a, a forest fire that actually garnered support from around the world. People, firefighters from around the world came to support the firefighters locally and within the province. Um, it was a extremely costly disaster, the biggest evacuation in Canada and, um, Michael of course lived through this and mm-hmm. then was one of the first people to be brought back into the community doing a number of videos while he was uh, doing some contract work with the Red Cross mm-hmm. and so he filmed wow. hundreds of people as they were coming back into the community weeks and weeks later and interviewing them about you know this experience right and as you can imagine Joanne you know you're hearing all these stories and Michael who's a writer and a, a passionate man about telling stories that matter. He thought there's some stories here that need to be told. This could be a tool to help other people.
0: Yeah. Resilience. Yeah. And so from there, the two of you decided
1: to collaborate and what, what was birthed? (laughs) So so Michael, who was working on a project um, already with Tom Green, one of our Canadian comedians and, and um, John Schneider, uh, a, a producer. So, One was asking Michael, you know, around the time, the time of the fires, um, how can I support you? And what's this project you're working on? So Michael shared the project. And I love listening to Michael tell this story because, so these are his words. So he would, he would say to Michael, you know, do you think he can get, or he would say to John, do you think he can get Tom Green to voice one of the characters because this is an animated movie and John would say I don't know let, let's let ask and he would ask and that dream would come true and then Michael would say what about Michael J Fox <laughs> and who is you know Michael Mankowski's hero one of the many heroes and so John would say let I don't know let me see let me ask and this is how this went on to now have Hi. the <laughs> The Love largest that. ensemble of award-winning actors in, in an animated short to our knowledge. So Michael J. Fox and Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy, Tan Cardinal, Mar- Martin um, Short, Lauren Cardinal, Howie Mandel, Kim Amazing. Bissinger, the list goes on. It's it does.
0: Incredible. And I, I want to keep hearing about the story, but I want to pull out what you just said. I think it's, I got goosebumps. It was, yeah. I don't know let's ask yeah what a beautiful mantra for people how often do we have people just do you hear people just say oh well they wouldn't do it
1: exactly or
0: they they make assumptions they project what they their fear onto someone else their fear that they would say no I don't know let's ask well if you ask and they say no you're no different than you were but at least you've asked and exactly I love that what a great this would
1: not have happened if if
0: he hadn't had that attitude
1: yeah, and Michael's a and like Michael has big dreams and he had the courage to share his dream with others. Mm-hmm. And John, you know, has this beautiful ability to tap into his many relationships that he's nurtured and developed over the years and simply ask. And that's how this cast was was brought together and I should also mention the entire cast donated their time and voice to this project.
0: Wow. So wow. that's
1: really quite phenomenal. <laughs>
0: So explain to me and, and our listeners here a little bit more about what, what this is, what's its purpose, and, and
1: how does one see it? So the movie, it's a 30-minute animated short, and Michael created this. He wrote this to be um, a, a conversation starter about mental health. So it shares real-life stories from the Fort McMurray wildfire, but they're told through the perspective of animals who live in the forest. And we had 19 different mental health professionals, psychologists work with us around the script and the character development and the, the colors that were used in the animation. We had educators review it. And the goal of the movie was to have a movie that you would watch with someone. So this is not a movie where you put your children on the couch and go make dinner and they watch it. This is a movie to be watched as a family or mm-hmm. as a workplace or as a, as a, as a school as a classroom to inspire conversations about mental health what's what's very interesting about the timing because we just launched in edmonton in october edmonton alberta canada in october and won two awards from the edmonton international film woo-hoo! festival i know woohoo congratulations That's <laughs> thank neat, you it was yeah. it was amazing and it was amazing to watch the um watch the movie with other people watching it That was so cool, so cool. And uh, there was a a young girl. She was, uh, I think she said she was nine years old. And she said, this is a movie we all need to watch. It's Mm -hmm. about mental health. And I said, tell me more about this. She said, we all need to watch this because everyone's struggling with mental health because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I thought, bingo, she gets this. And that's exactly why Michael created what he calls a love letter to his community.
0: Oh, oh, that's so beautiful! Yeah. I hadn't heard it like that. So, if somebody, I know we'll put to all the links and information in the show notes. No matter whether you're watching this on YouTube or or you're in podcast land and you're just listening, um, whatever platform you can go and get the show notes. And if you're not really sure where you're listening to it, which I know sometimes people are like, it just comes out. My kids set it up for me. <laughs> then please go on over to www dot fabulous dot 50com that's our website and you'll be able to click the link that said podcast and you'll get all the information there and while you're there i invite you to maybe check out the blog sign up for our newsletter and of course even better become one of our fab club members and And the the reason I'm saying that here is because you're talking about mental health. And this is one of the reasons why I run Fabulous at 50. Mm -hmm. It's not that we're specifically address mental health, but we know that people for longevity and also mental health reasons, one of the single greatest contributing factors is a sense of community, being part of community. And I know you and I... Are going to be in an event in Calgary yes. and there's lots of different stuff and mental health awareness that. And so what we provide with the Fab at 50 um, community and whether you're just choosing to pop in once in a while and listen to a podcast, that's fantastic. You're part of the greater community, but the Fab Club is for women that want this live we're not in person we're on zoom calls um we do have some in-person events but this one is there is a weekly touch base and we cover anything from self-care to some movement to talking about books and movies and and you know having speakers on which is fantastic and i'd love to get you on one of those talks into the new year so we can actually interact and so you you know people can meet you in person um but going forward with this movie, if somebody wants to watch it or someone's listening and they're like, well, I'm a teacher, I think I want to bring it into my school, or somebody wants to bring it into their workplace. How
1: do they do that? Well, one of the best ways to contact me would be through the website, raise a dream, So raiseadream.com And I'm on social media, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. And feel free to message me. And then the movie website and all the social handles for the movie are back home again movie. So the website is backhomeagainmovie.com. And we'll be listing out the rollout plans and where people will be able to watch the movie as we release this um, through Fort McMurray and across Canada and globally globally. And um, the other piece that I should mention as well is there's a fantastic trailer and I'll make sure Joanne that I get you the link. The trailer really sets the absolutely. stage for what- I've the seen the about. trailer. Oh good, I haven't awesome. seen the movie. I watched
0: the trailer when you put it out, but if you can give me the link, yeah. I will absolutely share it out fantastic. to our community. Included in one of the newsletters as well
1: awesome and if you're in calgary the event joanne was talking about in calgary on just De- on december 15th at community now we're doing a screening of the movie a private screening for the group there so
0: <gasps> oh i didn't know that that's awesome so and i will be-
1: meet michael <laughs> that is
0: fantastic yeah. i will be there and one of the sponsors or fabulous awesome. the fabulous brand so that's yeah. fabulous at 50 and fabulous health and I'll put that in there, even though they're dovetailed together, but they yes. are separate brands. The Fab at 50 is the community. Yep. Fab is health, is my health and wellness practice. Wonderful. And so, again, it it often deals with mental health, because when I have women that come in that are highly stressed, and when people are stressed and worried about going into depression or have trauma that they feel is kind of locked inside – when we can help release that before it becomes a major issue, it makes a big difference. So there's a little hint that I actually, um, I spoke with Krista and I will be doing some really fun things with my bowls and leading people through some activities during that day. So if you live in the Calgary area, by all means, speak to one of us, Charmaine and and me, Joanne, either of us, we will be posting that we have some tickets available or you can check out community now. So um, I wonder if Krista's ears are burning. She does a great job for creating community.
1: She she does, and you know, also if you get the Community Now magazine, there was an article I think it was last month that was about the movie, and you can see the poster and, yes. and get get an idea about the movie and and Michael and where his passion for this project came from as well. Yeah.
0: And that is, um, an online free magazine, right? So anyone, and even if you don't live in Calgary, maybe you're in another, you know, uh, another city within Canada or in the States or anywhere in the world. And you want to see, maybe you're somebody that goes, wow, I want to create a community magazine. Um, Mm -hmm. it's so, I shouldn't say it's easy, but it's less complex. Like you can create online high quality magazines and maybe you're the person to create that extra community in your, in your given city or town.
1: So yeah, it's a great way to, to get information fantastic. out. I know with, um, community now magazine, I was reading, um, the September edition and the October edition, cause the October one, um, was another one that we were in and just, so rich in content. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's been a while since I read a magazine. It's like, oh, I love reading magazines. You can read yeah. short flips of information in a, in a, you know, it's not like sitting down and reading a whole book. So I agree with you. It's a great way to create community and share yes. information at the same time.
0: And you've been doing this now. Um, I have a couple questions that I just always love to ask. And the first one is, I've been listening to your journey and I've been following you. Like I said, I've followed you for years. I've known about you for years and seen the work you're doing is what I'm curious is, did you notice throughout your career and your life, did you have a bit of a shift when you entered midlife, when you mm-hmm. turned 50, did you, did you notice something shift inside? Cause I'm finding this is a very common theme.
1: Yeah, there was, there was a lot of shifts. <laughs> one of them was trusting myself, you know, trusting myself that I've got the skills and the knowledge to do what I need to do. And if I don't, I know enough people in the world that will come out and help me. So just um, that and another, another big shift for me was, um, I to mean, I don't have another word for it. So I'll just call it kind of setting boundaries, getting really clear on what I say yes to, and what I say no to and not having any drama, or any <laughs> guilt around it. And that was a beautiful big shift. And And, you know, that was something I wish I had learned earlier, but it was a real powerful shift and just being able to discern what I say yes and no to.
0: Amazing. And I love that without guilt. Saying no to something shouldn't be, you shouldn't feel guilty about it. You know, you don't want to feel guilty about it. You simply, but you can do it in a a lovely way. You can wish them, wish them well. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Well, before we end off our conversation, because we're getting close to the end, is Do you have, I imagine you have many, 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 but what three pearls of wisdom
1: would you like to share with people today? Oh, pearl number one is relationship. And I mean, fabulous at 50 is an amazing example of relationship. You're built on community. Relationships are important. And while we have relationships in many areas of our life, work or business or friendship or neighborhood, relationships are important and they, they need to be nurtured. So that's pearl of wisdom number one amazing uh, number two is around the things that you're passionate about and the amazing impact it can have so I attribute my healing uh, during surgeries and chemo I feel that the back being involved in the back home again movie actually helped me heal it gave me something to look forward to Beautiful. every day Even if I could only do one little thing, something to look forward to, because every other part of my life had changed. And that was a constant Mm -hmm. other than Chris, who was a constant. This was something and it was like using my skills. So that's pearl Mm -hmm. number two is having that, you know, being able to do things that give you passion and help you feel on purpose. And then the third one, um, I would say is around building resilience. It is so important. It's like a bank account. If we don't keep doing things or in a bank account situation, don't keep putting into it, there's nothing there for you when you need it most. And this is, you know, um, I teach in the area of resilience and boy, oh boy, when I got diagnosed, um, I really needed to put into practice what I had been teaching and what I had studied for years. So nurture your resilience.
0: Absolutely. And that that's so important because it really is, if you don't have the resilience to bounce back, you're giving... And especially if you're somebody that likes to give, Mm -hmm. you're giving from empty and you can't give from empty. You know, when you build that resilience and that's part of what we do with self-care is you're giving from the overflow. And I can definitely feel your overflow. I mean, your energy is so amazing and I'm excited to be able to actually watch this film and, and just know like that, that it really is a star studded cast that you have (laughs) been able to bring. And it must've been fun for them
1: you well, know like I, yeah really like because like, it's different
0: animals and stuff yes
1: so yeah. like, like like michael j fox is michael j bird in the movie he's a I raven and I and um you know we have um mayor owl who is Catherine o'hara and we have uh chief ducky eugene levy who is a duck we have Martin oh Short who's prime minister of the forest and he's a beaver and you know tantu cardinal a beautiful it's one of my favorite parts of the movie and you'll see why when you see it in uh in December, but um, yeah, Tanu and and Lauren Cardinal uh, play. Uh, they are buffalos in the movie, so it's incredible. Like every, you know, all the animals. Jeremy Renner sings an originally written song called "Back Home Again," and he is uh, Lieutenant Timber. He <laughs> in the movie, so they all take on a different, um, you know, a different role. So we have bears awesome. and foxes and it's truly Canadian. It really is <laughs> Canadian. It really is absolutely. Oh,
0: Charmaine, I, we could just keep talking on and on and on. I'd love to have you back. I'd love to have you on as a speaker for you know maybe, you. maybe maybe I'm getting an idea. Maybe we can do some kind of you know Fab at Fifty showing of this yes, and get of the women either out, whether we let's. do it online or we can do it in person. So yes, I, yes. The juices are flowing in my brain here, and awesome. I'd love to continue that. And so if anyone wants to connect with Charmaine, you said you're obviously all over social media. Is there a website you want to send them to yeah, specifically if they want to reach out to you in person? I would say go to raiseadream.com.
1: That's the you'll best find place me there. Find you. you betcha
0: fantastic in the meantime just go check thank her out you. on social media and be hashtagging and uh checking out or checking out the hashtag of uh the movie back home again movie right you yes. have to put it in there the word movie yes. as well yes. "Back Home again you movie. Betcha. and that is fantastic and thank you so much for being here today it's been such a joy and pleasure
1: oh, thank you so much joanne Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to the Fabulous at 50 podcast with your host, Joanne Newaduck. Join us again for more
0: inspirational interviews on topics that matter to you. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, check out the liner notes, or to learn more about this vibrant community that celebrates women over 50, please visit fabulousat50.com. That's www.fabulousat50.com.